Welcome everyone to this very special episode of No Major Opinions. Uh, it is me, Dark Aries, along with Dark Fox and Caveman. And uh, we're doing an episode live at AGDQ 2019. Uh, introduce yourselves, boys. Hello, I'm legendary speedrunner, uh, formerly greatest speedrunner of all time, currently retired speedrunner of all time, Caveman DCJ. That's all I've got. That's all you've got? Well, okay. what else do you want me to tell me? I'm today? Dark Fox. I'm, I'm on a lot of these. I was born in Italy. I and do NASA the, stuff. I'm an, I'm an Aquarius. Pisces cusp. <laughs> I have brown eyes. So, Caveman is actually normally also a host on No Major Opinions, but today, it's very special. You are actually also the guest for today. Yes, not because there were no other guests, certainly nothing like that. No, absolutely not. We, we can get no. anybody we want to. I'm just very interesting. You, you are. Doing so much so that I can double dip. So, absolutely. when did you actually start speedrunning them, Caveman? I started speedrunning, I want to say, seriously in 2013. I feel like that's that's very common with this group. Twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. I would have to look it up, like because there is there is definitely like there was runs I was doing. Like I was I was playing Ape Escape and Ratchet and Clank, just like oh hey little speedrun things. Yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't I was I was already part of the PlayStation Nation. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I, ju I just uh, became bankrupt via going to a private school, <laughs> um, so I wasn't doing anything. So I figured speedrunning, um, and I was I was watching. I found speedrunning through. I want to say something off of Let's Plays, but I don't know if that's correct. But I was watching uh, speedruns on Ustream, yeah, like pre Justin TV, pre Twitch, and eventually um, the games done quick marathon started happening, and I was watching those. And I specifically remember watching a uh, a Ratchet and Clank speedrun, a New Game Plus speedrun, um, that was so completely horrible that I started speedrunning and streaming seriously because I knew that I could do unfathomably times better. Like, and that was a GDQ run too, so it was just like, it was like a really horrible, and every Ratchet and Clank runner, which I, I'm not anymore, just to be clear, every every rack runner will say like, oh, the legendary yeah. GDQ whatever year run that was like the start of it all. That was like, not because it was good, but because it was awful. And you were just like, I can do it better. I, I, there wasn't even like a, oh, I could probably do that better. I was like, I can do that better. I feel like that's like, actually... I, like without practice, I could be on that couch and I'd be, be, be playing better. I feel like that's actually super common when you get back into the SDA kind of times where it's a run gets posted and then someone's like, oh wait, hold on. I've been doing this a lot better than this person here. Yeah, I definitely say I, I come sort of like at the tail end of yeah. like the SDA era i feel like that's i don't know about dark fox but that's definitely myself as well i kind of came in like maybe the last year or two it was still actively used and then it just died off once yeah. gdq yeah. stopped using it yeah i mean i never really actively posted on sda neither did um, i yeah neither did i i was i was, I was just like yeah. like i was keeping up with the time yes right and and like i i mean like i remember watching like the speed gamers yeah yep. um and something awful let's plays and, and things like that but i didn't actually actively like participate in the community until like 2015 2014 yeah i believe some sometime in that time range so a little bit after you guys yeah basically um and i get into that because of uh you know um there was a game that i liked and then i found speed runs of it and i was like oh this is cool i like this let me talk to these people there you go yeah <laughs> I mean, that's, that's kind of like how most people get into speedrunning, right? They, they try to find the community and then 
I don't think there's ever a case where a community just said no, go, go, and yeah. we don't want you. Right. Well, so, right. well, if, I don't know if about only. that. I don't know about. That. I mean, if if there is, I would certainly like to hear about it. I could tell you some stories, but well, I, I don't think they're appropriate. To story time, I don't. I don't think they're appropriate. But uh. but uh, <laughs> also, I notice on you, caveman. I don't have mine, and Dark Fox doesn't have his either. But you have a volunteer badge at GDQ. Yes, I do. So, how long have you actually been volunteering at GDQ? Um, I've actually been. I started volunteering relatively recently. Uh, basically, back as soon as I uh, started getting into audio and video production. Yeah. Like I, once I didn't have like any tool sets, and I was mostly focused. I wasn't doing anything, so I was mostly focused on being a runner because mm-hmm. I had I had being a good speedrunner amounts of time, amounts of free time. So, like I've been coming to these since. SGDQ 2014, um, but I haven't started actively as I was coming as a runner. Yes, only. Um, and I, I recently started volunteering. I want to say this is my fourth time. Fourth time. So so yeah, about two years worth then. Two years worth, worth of volunteering. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like I couldn't imagine coming here and not volunteering. Like, even if I had a like the runner volunteer badge that got thrall on it this year, I want that. Yes, I want that elite badge. And when I've you started one. off volunteering, what did you start off with volunteering? I, all right, so I started off volunteering, like, I'm an audio engineer, but I started off volunteering for SGDQ. Yes. Uh, that is not a position that offers, that, like, SGDQ has power up. They don't need audio engineers. Yes, at the SGDQ. Whether or not they need audio engineers, they don't accept audio engineers. Yeah, because when you have the power up audio guys, you, you really don't need anybody else because those guys are pretty They know what they're doing. Yes. Yeah. Um, so... I uh, started volunteering as a, my first position was stream tech, which is a brain dead job. It's, I can I mean, confirm it's a very brain dead job. It's a job that needs to be done and it's a job that needs a person to do it, but it's a pretty easy job, which made it a good job to um, sort of get your feet wet into like, <laughs> like it's a good stepping stone to volunteer for what you really want, just so you like get the people. Yeah. Give like the, the games on quick people, like the staff, to know that you're not gonna screw everything up. I mean, they I was I've been friends with them. Like, I mean, I made sure to meet like for my first GDQ, I was Mr. Handshake. Like, I I I kind of knew who everyone was from watching. Yeah. So I met all like the old boys. All like all, I met all the staff. I met all. So the, you the took the opportunity as a very networking opportunity to meet the people you've been reading about and to kind of get to know them. And At the time, like it wasn't even that. It was just I want to meet the people I recognize. Yeah. And who I enjoy watching. Like I wanted to meet the people who I associated. Like this is they they are games on quick. Yes. I wanted I wanted to meet them because I wanted to be. I didn't even want to be like be in that inner circle. I mean, I ended up being in that circle. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of happened organically. Right. It wasn't like some like, oh, I'm gonna go to SGDQ. I'm gonna tell someone to be quiet. And I'm gonna be a part. <laughs> it didn't happen. That, that, that was not your master plan. No, no. I just wanted. I just wanted friends. I just wanted to be. A, I just wanted to be a cool guy. Right. And then now you mentioned that since you are an audio engineer, you actually have audio shifts at GDQ this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I really like them. They definitely trust me. I have. I've had three, and I'm going to have four, pretty important audio shifts. So I opened the marathon, yes. which doesn't get more important than that, because we have to, like, ooh, yeah, what's going on with our new stuff? First impressions at the event is a very important thing. Yeah. Um, at Castlevania Block, which uh, well, not, not a lot of people would think of as an important thing, but, like, Castlevania is, like, a pretty legacy thing, especially because, like, Soten mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So Soten's, I, like, a staple. Yeah, I'd consider that an important block. I had the beginning of Awful Block, 
Tail End of Mega Man, Beginning of Awful, so that is pretty good. I mean, they probably knew I was going to be awake for that anyway. Yeah. But I do consider Awful Block to be a big deal, even though it's like, even though it's like Neem Block. Right. Yeah. And the first game I mixed had no music, so I mean, whatever. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then I have, I believe, the second to last uh, closing shift. That's, so how does mixing it like GDQ compare then to your regular day job as an audio engineer? It's not even close to similar uh, because there's not a lot of drum kits or guitars or ha guitar amps I have to make. Um, but I would say that like the experience that I get from doing what I do, you know, just kind of trying to be trying to learn the craft, really like directly translates. For example, like I started I started um, mixing on the same board that we that GDQ uses. Yeah. So I was immediately familiar with it. Now they do some like. Witchcraft that I'm not familiar with, like as far as the routing goes, mm -hmm. uh, I can't tell you about that legally. Of course, of but course. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I could tell you about it professionally either, to be honest. But uh, yeah, I, as far as mixing goes, it's pretty simple. You just kind of um, it, it, the one thing is like now we don't have to mix the interviews at the same time as we mix mm -hmm. the ones. Yeah. Um, la the first time I did this, it was there was it was like I actually liked it because it was really frantic and you yes. had to be like, oh god, I have to mix. It's eight different mixes at once because every different every different headset has its own mix yeah. and the stream has its own mix and those are all relatively different between like what you mix like what the master is so it's great that I don't have to worry about the interview station anymore see I feel like that's kind of similar to myself as well when I the fun days on my at my job as well as a AV tech is when I get to do kind of those frantic things like okay there's gonna be like a video here and then all of a sudden all the mics are swapping around because we're doing this and right after we're switching to this, it, it keeps the brain going, kind of, I think, instead of monotonous, just like, all right, I got fader up, all right, fader down, and fader up. Yep. It, it gets monotonous. Yeah, and, like, a lot of the times, um, I usually don't like, like, when I'm mixing uh, IRL, like, for bands, Yeah. there's rarely a point where I'm, like, the mix is done. Mm -hmm. But at GDQs, you get that, you get to that point within the first couple minutes of a run, because, um... We have a lot of, I'm going to say, aids to ensure that we have a consistent audio level. Right. It's, it's, it's actually, um, this, we got some new stuff that I'm not going to tell you about, but it's, if you want to find out, just sign up for audio shifts. But um, it's, pr the, the workflow is really foolproof now. Right. Um, there's still a couple things that need to get improved on for later events, but I would say it is really smooth. You can, you can get on from some guy, like, Going from shift to shift, it's really easy to immediately sit down and have everything going the way you want it to be going. It's not like a hassle. And I mean, that's, that's really key when it comes to productions, because that, that is really what it is when you kind of get at it. It's a massive production, and the more you can simplify it, the better things can be. Like you said, there's always things that have to get improved. I mean, even with NASA and ESA and everything like that, everyone's always looking to improvement. But the fact that it's at like a comfortable level, I think, is always a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I people like to shit on GDQ for like their production quality and stuff, but honestly, they're they're what they do is really impressive, um, and they're they're doing the best they can with like what they got. Like, right. sure, they could have some more, but they don't. And what they do, they do what they do, they do better than similar like setups. In what my I, opinion, what I've been told and I think a lot of people follow is, is that you kind of just hope for 90 to 95% and then the last 5% people don't really notice. Yeah. There's there's things that for example you'll notice, I'll notice, Dark Fox will notice looking at a stream and we'll be like okay that's kind of wrong 
but then there's people who have like motion interpolation on their flat screen TVs and they're like, I don't see anything wrong with this, but all their movies look like a soap opera and they just don't see the difference. Like, like the thing, the, the, the one thing is, um, every time they get something new, right. They need other, they don't realize that they need other things to improve. So like the, um, the stage lighting, yes. um, once Angel started becoming involved, um, he's a photographer. Yes. He's a military photographer actually. But, um, he was like, okay, our, he was like Mr. Lighting. He's like, I need all the lighting to be good. And what that problem led to for one marathon we didn't anticipate was everyone, all, we're a bunch of greasy nerds. Yes. So and now there's a makeup volunteer yes. position and that's really important. So now everything, everyone looks really pretty and not gross and like, yes, they didn't jump that out of a vat of oil. Super important. But I mean, that that's just always what happens, right? You get one thing. You get and one like, thing and then you don't realize the five other things exactly. you need. Exactly. When you're doing stream tech, so yes. what's that like? <laughs> uh, like Caveman said, it's very monotonous. I mean, um, it's like watching a lot of speedruns. <laughs> there's, there's honestly, it's not a lot of work to do. I cropped a game, um, and, and and that was it. I, I hit transition a couple times, and it, it's very mind-numbing work. Which for somebody like me who's used to running a whole event by themselves, everywhere from the video mix uh -oh. to the audio mix. <laughs> To just literally everything as a yeah, one man exactly. crew, you, 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 you're, you're gonna like, feel like it's beneath you. I, it's it kind of does feel like that. If I was to volunteer again and I was stuck on stream tech again, I would probably just decline flat out because it is, frankly, for myself, fairly boring. Yeah. yeah. But if I got, for example, an audio shift, which I don't know if I'd actually want to do because I'm a video guy, like I could probably do it, but that's just not my thing. But even something like, I don't know, like stage tech or the interview production or panel production, something simpler along those lines, I maybe be interested yeah. in, but st stream tech as itself, I see the appeal for it for people who don't really do that. I'm just in a really weird position where I just run whole marathons by myself at a time until I go to sleep and then somebody like those crazy guys who's behind the camera does like a night shift. Yeah. So. Uh, I did panels at SGDQ. That was a pretty boring job. How was that? Because uh, the panels from that event were, panels? yeah, <laughs> the panels from that event, quality-wise, were interesting. There's not a lot of video production considerations. Right. There's not really a lot of production considerations made during. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can just look at them, right? Yes, you, you can look at them, you can listen to them, and you can say, well, this is clearly a side thing, right? And I think that's okay. It's okay for it to be a side thing. I think it's. But also I feel okay. like they could do. I feel like they could use. Them another camera or, or something oh no for sure i yeah. mean it was also their first year they did it yeah which is this year i think the panels are way better especially considering both of us the, had the locations better it was too. in the the hotel's amphitheater there's some nice colored drape which i fixed before my panel i think it was still fixed during your panel yep. Yep. yeah I, so that was there previously i'm just like it continues to grow and grow and i'm like this is killing me on the inside but um yeah and they have uh pretty decent mixer in there as well mm -hmm. and um the, the lighting is not as like washed out i think or maybe that was a camera setting but yeah i think over this year's or this event's panels should be more quality i think It'll, less of an afterthought yeah yeah and i, I hope that i hope to see that they are because it'd be nice it, i mean there there's some cool panels like the old boy gdq panel right is a really good listen to if you if you're interested in old stories and how it started it, how it grew out of Mikey Yama's basement that kind of stuff which mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pretty interested in interested in knowing 
Um, but yeah, uh, the main thing is that until we get like more people, yeah, like more hands and just more money, the everything is side to the speedrun. Oh, for sure. Like including the interview station, that is also side to right. the main marathon. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of the appeal for people coming to GDQs, at least for even myself, is a lot of the side stuff. Yeah, happens. exactly. So I think the panels it's, are actually there's, perfect there's a to weird, There's that. a weird um, separation between attendees and viewers. Right. Where if you come to GDQ, the last thing you're going to want to do is watch speedruns. Exactly. In, in my opinion. That's usually how There's I a couple it. runs that you yeah. might enter the stream You've got to support your boys. Right. Now that, they have the, now that they have the stream on the hotel TVs, it's even... It's, yeah, it's nice. You can Maybe you'll there. just get your friends and go to the go hotel to, room. Go to your room. You don't even need to be in the marathon Private viewing party right there. Yeah. But... You had the the musical game musical trivia stuff in the panel that was literally today. Yeah, uh, Big John had the Wheel of Fortune. No, not Wheel of Fortune. Price is Price right. Is right. And I think showcasing stuff like that shows people who are only viewers more of what happens. What happens at GDQ? Exactly. Which is good to have a request. You're right. It's good to have those kind of things recorded. Those when uh, the Evil Zone tournament, there was a recording setup I saw for yes, that. Yes, there was. That was our personal recording that setup. Personal recording we setup. That stuff. The NES Tetris tournament that I ran also had a recording setup going on. I know that there's going to be other puzzle tournaments that I'm going to be here to also do recording setups on. So, I mean, there's a lot of... It's really fun for people like us when we show up. And I mean, we also put in work so people at home can also enjoy the event. I'm very busy at these events. Like, this is still technically a vacation for me, and it's like yes. the most fun I have in like in, a, in like in two weeks in a year. Like, is going to is going to marathons because all my friends are here and like all the things I like to do are here. But I volunteer for stuff. I, I run my I run multiple things like side events. Right. So I'm I'm like, it's funny. It's like. <laughs> I should be. I should give myself more free time to like actually really enjoy it. But I'm doing. I'm doing what I like. Yeah. So, actually, since I brought it up, explain Evil Zone. Okay. <laughs> Evil the, the one Zone. of GDQ's largest, longest traditions. The uh, the hottest two button fighting game on the PS One. Uh, Evil Zone. The origins of Evil Zone. So it's a. Uh, 3D fighting game on the PlayStation, and we discovered Evil Zone at my second GDQ, which was AGDQ 2015. Um, and the way we discovered it is uh, back in the old venue, and I guess technically here too, it's not that far away, but there's a game shop, a game store, like a used game store called East Starland. Mm-hmm. And the group of my little friend group is, uh, you wouldn't be surprised that one of our things we'd want to do is go there and in mass buy a bunch of random like oh god what what could this game be right <laughs> like I, I spent a hundred dollars uh, the first visit I went to at East Starland to just have like a stack um, so we started playing them and I didn't even buy Evil Zone someone else bought Evil Zone and Evil Zone easily could have not been bought that entire marathon there's right. an alternate it's universe. just a random game. it's a random game but we played it and it's it's so different from any other fighting game any other game really because there's only there's only two buttons, one attacks, one blocks, and every attack you do is based on directional inputs. So for whatever reason, I mean, I know the reason is because it's actually unironically a good game, but um, it's like really funny. It has like goofy voice act, goofy like anime voice acting. But um, it's like a really compelling game to play for some reason, to me at least, um, and apparently to 50 other people who are sign up for my tournaments every GDQ. But yeah, uh, that AGDQ, um, we played Evil Zone for hours on hours in the casual room. That's all we were. That's all we did. We just played Evil Zone, 
Uh, and eventually, um, this was the last year there was bonus stream. Mm -hmm. So we got Evil Zone onto uh, bonus stream, and it was the final bonus stream game. Nice. We had an hour of Evil Zone to end the end of that tradition. So that that created a new tradition, which is the Evil Zone tournaments. So ever since ever since HQ 2015, there has been a 30 to 60 person Evil Zone tournament at every at every event I've attended, and. Um, it's 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 popping. What can you like? I'm I, I think I contribute a lot of its success to me, not to be like, oh, I'm the king. Yeah. But I actively seek out people, yeah. people I've never even met, and I said, hey, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, one, it helps because people are trying to meet me. Yes. Yeah. So I said, yeah, yeah, it's nice to meet you, caveman. You're out of a funny video. Hey, yeah, you better sign up for the evil zone now. And I grabbed their hand. Ah, yeah. <laughs> got you now. Right. And I mean, there's also a whole kind of subculture with it as well. There's players who are like good at it and like consistently yeah. make the top uh, couple no it's it's people are myself included and uh, there we are consistent like it, it's a game you can get good at it's not just like right. a, like a crappy random meme game like there's legitimate thought and strategy into the higher level play which you can watch at youtube.com slash wherever they end up i don't know <laughs> check my twitter but uh yeah it's it's a it's a good game it like and as as not similar to a fighting game as it is if you have like experience playing other fighting games you can you like it just makes sense it right. honestly it makes sense to me as a game yeah you also have one of the few tournaments where both cool maddie and uyama are also a part i have of. the only tournament where both cool maddie there and you uyama, go the only tournament since fighting masters and that died on hgdq 2014 um literally the first thing you said to me when you saw me this week was Hey, did you sign up for Evil Zone yet? That's the first thing I say That's to everyone. The first thing you said from, to me when I saw you. Like, like my priorities are so I, I always get here early, so I'm in like work mode because yeah. I want to help set up. Um, after that's done, priority number one is getting people into the Evil Zone tournament because I really like running it. It's a fun. I I love having the biggest tournament that's not a melee game in, right. at GDQs, and I have had them. I have had, I've done that for four years now. And I want to continue doing it. It's like a tradition. Mm -hmm. Yes. No, there's definitely something appealing about being able to do something really successful when you show up here, uh, tournament-wise. I mean, I did the NES Tetris tournament, and I was like, oh, there's probably going to be like six people. And then there ended up being 17. And I was yeah. like, that's pretty awesome. I did not expect that. But there's, there's like, what, 2,000 people registered here? Yep. You're going to find people who are just like, oh, wait, you're into that? That's so cool. So am I. Mm -hmm. And there's so much stuff that happens around. Not, here. not really for Evil Zone though. You kind of have to have. Dude, some, sometimes, to sometimes you get people. You do. I mean, I literally own that game and have played it since I was a kid. Like, I, I literally had it when I was a kid. I didn't like play it and like get good at it or anything. But like, I periodically thrown that in and been like, "What the fuck is this shit?" La last, for, like, last, an hour. last SUDQ, someone who was coming to, as an attendee to a GDQ for the first time, he had no idea that there was like the traditional Evil Zone tournament. He, I like, I got him into signing, he's like, really? I love Evil Zone. <laughs> and he came in second. He was a monster. He, like, he played, so what's weird is, um, since I'm like the main guy with Evil yes. Zone, everyone plays the way that you I taught them how to play. Yes. Like, like, I mean, I think it's the best way to play. But this guy, he had, he had a different way to play. He wasn't following the books. Like he he came from like a rival school of Evil Zone, and it was I really think, fun. I think I even know who you're talking about, or at least I think I know. 
might be flag will stand as a hint. No, 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 it's okay. not flag. It, it was because right. I know that he's flag's also my, like flag. My friend, I know flag. He's he's told me he's gotten like pretty far in the tournament. So yeah, okay. yeah, flag usually places. But yeah, there's staples like flag. Uyama, obviously. Yeah, Uyama always places high. I always place high. Uh, Punchy Saint, uh, not Saint Dragon Blitz. Dragon right. Blitz always places high. Kane somehow manages to place high all the time, <laughs> even though he hates the game. I don't feel bad things. about tied for ninth. Nice. It's I mean, solid. that's pretty. That's I mean, pretty solid. I forget how far I got, but I won two <laughs> matches without even playing. So exactly, I was, I was in the zone. I get people who like people every time I try to get people to sign up. This is the Evil Zone podcast now, by the way. No, but, for uh, sure. Every time <laughs> I try to get people to sign up, they're like, "I don't even Welcome know what that zone. is. I've never played it. That's not a problem." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. no, that doesn't matter. It's yeah. it's fairly quick. Neither, to pick neither up. have hash. Neither has like half the people who enter. Right, and um, it's either two buttons. Right. I mean. I think that realistically, like, as long as... Here's the thing. No one explained it to me before I started playing. Yeah, yeah. As long as someone explains it, I think that it's definitely easy. I have, in the past, I always take some time to, like, set up early and teach people how to play. I was not able to do that this time. Everyone's favorite Zelda game, A Link to the Past. Yeah, the tournament room is never without drama. Followed by everyone's favorite Zelda game, A Link Link to to the the Past. past. Yeah. Yeah. You want to get into that? Oh, God. (laughs) I mean, do I want to... Do you want to rant about that for like five minutes to the internet? Really Uh, tell them how you feel? (laughs) I mean, that's... I don't know if we have to bring that up. I know that... No, no. Like, even with NES Tetris, um, there was a Puzzle Bobble tournament before it, and I was like, okay, I know who's running that. It's a very small tournament. All all I'll say is if I condense the yearly tradition largest tournament in GDQ history to one setup, and you can't start your event, you have a bad event. Yeah, because, I mean, like... The if you need one hundred percent of TVs in that room, which they didn't, yeah. It's, what are you trying? What are your? But I mean, th- shoes? there's compromises that can be done. Like Puzzle yeah. Bobble had the tournament space, but there was only like eight of them. So somebody wanted to start up an SM sixty four tournament. They happened to pick the corner that I was gonna do all the setups on, but it's. I asked them. They're like, "Oh, we're gonna be like fifteen minutes over." I'm like, ah, "You know what? That's fine because you're gonna be in your corner." I'm gonna be exactly. in my corner, exactly. and we can we can right. get along. And they were like, "Oh, thank you." And I'm like, "Don't worry about it. It's fine." We got through our tournament. It started a little bit late, but I was still setting up. But I mean, R- random, we, we shared the room. Like that's just the how randomizer people do not do not compromise. No, they don't care about the rest of games on quick. They don't care about the rest of the speedrunning community, which there isn't one thing. That, that doesn't exist. <laughs> There's no such thing as a speedrunning community. But they don't care. If there was, they wouldn't care about it. They are there. For randomizer, and they don't care about anything else. They're the new Smash Room. They are the new Smash Room. It, it's true. But aside from that, I think that uh, all the tournaments that I've seen have gone pretty Evil Zone, well. this was the best Evil Zone tournament sure. I've ever ran. All I things considered. And, like, honestly, like, screwing over randomizer by an extra two hours, it was just like the sugar, the, the cherry on the sundae. Right. I mean, and none of that was my fault, by the way. No. Like, I'm. No. <laughs> But even then, like I think the tournament room this year is pretty awesome because they have the whole projector setup going. Yeah. Projector that brings nice. a little bit of hype when you yeah. can like everyone can see it, like oh that's the match going on. Yeah, that's really nice. I think that helped the Evil Zone a lot. I think yeah, the, the projector was really nice. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, I think a lot of like the, honestly the big scheduling conflict was just World Nine not knowing that yeah. Evil Zone was the biggest tournament. Even after I told them, I was like, you do you do know that Evil Zone's the biggest tournament? And they were like, ha. Smash Brothers. I'm like, that's got its own room, my guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not part of the tournament room. Yeah. And it's not like Evil's... Like, Evil's on takes four hours. Yeah. 
That's it, how long it, it takes. Yeah. I mean, it, for that's 50 how long, That's how long it's taken for four years. Yeah. So, I mean, jumping a little bit more into GDQ, but going back to the stream room a little bit, have you had any runs at GDQ? I because you said I, you started as a runner. Yeah, yeah. I started. I would need to. I would actually need to count how many runs I've had. But I've had a lot of runs. An all PlayStation Nation. No. Really? Yeah, I've had a bootleg Genesis game. I've had a Dark Pass is coming out right now. Yeah, no, no. I, um, <laughs> that was an awful block. Yeah, awful block. Yeah. The one and only time I've been awful block. Uh, yep. Pocket Monster Two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that uh, bootleg Pokemon game for the Genesis. That was a good one. That was one of my favorite runs I've ever done. Um, did I run a PC game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Two Love Two. That was a uh, that was the second game I ever ran. I ran that SUDQ 2014. Uh, the less known run I did at that event. Yeah. The for, the forgotten caveman. Yeah, <laughs> not Tomba. <laughs> Mukiyama was on that couch, so I was I, even then. I was like, yeah, I was in it. You were in. <laughs> Since we brought up Tomba, the the whole situation with it. How was that from going from like a runner to all of a sudden like all over speedrun culture? Like you are the dude I'm who the managed to do that. Because I I, I have seen how it affects other people, so I'm curious to see what happened to you when it happened. Um, well, <laughs> this is a multifaceted story. So oh I'll start I'll start from the beginning. So what people don't realize is that that's not it's not like that's the only run chibi was on the couch for mm, if for you sure. actually he was on the couch for hours at that point yep. for literally every run like he was talking like I, I distinctly remember uh bubsy where he was memeing up the couch mm -hmm. and I, rem I remember uh grumpy graf's face oh <laughs> graf anyway <laughs> <laughs> rip uh, <laughs> yeah the, the the bad one um, I'm surprised the chibi situation wasn't addressed earlier. The bad one, even worse than mine, was Omni Gamer's um, Zero the Kamikaze Squirrel Run with dev commentary, with chibi trying to like talk mm. to the dev. So that was before right. my run. So I mean, this was my first game, so quick, and I was like I said, I was trying to meet everybody. I was just like, yeah, I want to be everyone's friend. I want everyone to like me because I'm the new guy. Right. Yeah. So it's I not did. like you come here to make enemies. Yeah. So. I didn't know about. Uh, the the legend that was Chibi Necodemics and the Dark Moon Energy Caller. I didn't know about any of that shit. I but I did. I knew what I saw, and I and I knew uh, who I wanted on my couch. I wanted Saboom. I wanted SMB, SSBM stuff, and I wanted Mecha Richter. Right. That's who I wanted on my couch. Right. And that if you watch the video, that's who is on my couch. Yeah. Actually, shout out to Saboom. Saboom is. I don't want to throw Saboom under the bus because it's not his fault. Saboom is the chillest, nicest guy on the planet. He so he is so chill he will fall asleep next to you mid conversation. He's always he's always ready to pass out. So he's like he's like French to the animals. So right. when so he actually brought Chibi. He's like, hey man, can Chibi be on? That's how he talks. Hey man, can Chibi be on your couch? To which I responded, no. Let it be known <laughs> that I said no first, and then it looks like I saw I said no, and it looked like I shot his dog. Aww. And I was just like. I remember in my mind thinking the 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 my my mantra. I remember specifically <laughs> thinking like it hap like it's happening now. I said, "What could possibly go wrong?" <laughs> and everything, 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 and more. Yeah, but um, it was immediately vindicated. Like, like after the run, like Murphy Gator came up to me, like he was like, "What was that about?" 
And I, I told him, he's like, and it got it taken care of. Like, GDQ yes. staff was immediately on my side because I didn't do anything wrong. Like, right. even like the, like, even now you have to tell the producers who's on your couch to this day. That's like, that's the secret caveman rule. Yes. I mean, it, it makes sense. You just don't want random people. Kind of exactly. And this yeah. was, this was like kind of on the tra- transition between um, actually being at hotels and being at the 4-H center right. from the previous GDQs. So, and the, those old school uh, GDQs, like anyone who comes in, they're on yeah. camera, everyone's friends. So it was still kind of like that environment, that vibe. Right. But now, now obviously things are different. Yes. Uh, probably because of me, but I think it, I think it was going to happen eventually. I mean, it, it's just a growing pain, right? You go from like a one room of maybe anywhere from 20 to 40 people, and all of a sudden you start getting a couple hundred. You, not everyone can just walk up to the to the couch at this point and be right. on stream. Right. But how the how specific to answer your actual question, how yes. the how the r- dramatic rise in popularity affected me personally? I fucking hate it. It's the, I I it's seriously the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Um. I I mean yeah. Like I've got like a high follower count on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I, got, I almost got like my nine thousand followers. And like like yeah. nine eighty eighty thousand eight thousand and fifty of them. 500 of them are awful. They're just like, hey, lol, be quiet. It's like, well, you're banned forever. Like, that's all it is. Yeah. And like, they, I, dude, I, I really, like my YouTube comments are disabled. Like, I don't even upload to YouTube anymore. It's a disaster area. Like, I just, I really legitimately can't handle it. And that- So I don't, so I don't ignore it. I don't stream right. that often. I don't yeah. upload to YouTube anymore. I just, I just can't, I tapped out. Right. And honestly, I was gonna say, that is exactly what happened to Chops. Shout out to Chops, by the way. Um, when me and those crazy guys actually went to a speedrun event in Toronto, there's a it was a GFA thing that was I don't know it was just like a weekend thing while the esports bar was open, and we went there to support our boy Chops. And while we're waiting for his run, there's random people who go up to him like, "Oh my God, you're you're the guy! Like, is it a glitch or is it not a glitch?" And he's just like, "I really, like, can you? It, it's just following him. Right? He, he's yeah, that I, guy. No matter no matter what I do." I can never not be the be quiet guy. Right. Yeah. So I don't. I do production. Yeah. You are not on screen. Nobody. You are the be quiet. You're like, okay, can you be quiet? I need to get lot of Yeah. 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 Shut the fuck up that's real quick. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. It's funnily enough how I how I ended up in audio. But yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, my be quiet clout. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like it, the part of the problem is is that you're not like we're speed run people aren't actual celebrities, and right, a lot of them right. don't want to be like famous Twitch partner people. Like a lot of people I mean, just hey, don't really stream for that. It, I feel like when I'm at these events, I do I'm, I enjoy being famous. Yeah, but I do not enjoy being famous in real life at like fucking nightclubs and shit and like yeah. trying yeah. to dance on some girl and then some guy's like hey man you're the be quiet yeah. Yeah. that actually happened by the way <laughs> I was gonna say oh, that must that, have happened that has happened uh, that's horrible cause I mean think about it how many people watched GDQ at that point in time it wasn't as much as now no it, it, it was still lot. like 100,000 yeah. yeah easy so, I bet like, I don't saw against that too I bet there's oh, like for sure. anyone that's had seen, one of those. Have you seen Bonesaw lately? Right, exactly. I, I think anyone who's had one of those moments at GDQ probably just fucking hates Dude, I don't like know, their online life. I don't know what it is about speedrun drama specifically. That shit stays forever. Oh, yes. I, and it's like, there's people, that's all they do. Like, yeah, that's they're, their they're shit. Actually yeah, speedrun yeah. drama. There's, I feel like with that, it's just the person's life is so uninteresting. And they're so ingrained in the culture. Whenever there's a drop, whenever there's like a speck of drama, it's that dopamine hit of like, 
oh, there's something, there's something going on, and I get to learn everything about it. Yeah. This affects people like I follow and know. It's why tabloids kind of work, right? Because right. they're famous celebrities, and it's like, oh, well, Brad Pitt took a shit in the park, and it's like, oh my god, I gotta know how this. Right. Happened. You're you're going for the lowest common denominator. So yes. Like there. I, the, the, the main thing I don't like about it is people. It makes people assume that I am a certain way, and because yeah. I'm, I mean, like that video is honestly that's totally how I am. Yeah. But. People think like people meet me like man I thought you'd be an asshole but you're really cool. It's right. Like, well, I am that an asshole but I am sense. really cool. Like I'm a pretty I'm a nice I'm a nice guy. That's actually hard for me to understand because I watched that run live and I was sitting there like oh my fucking god. Like and when you told them to be quiet I was like you thank to you. Be. Thank you for <laughs> God's sake. We like that's the thing like I I don't even understand why someone would even begin to think that you were an asshole I'm from still that here. interaction. I'm still yeah, here. Right, right. I've got this history is on my it's side. It's just so weird. The thing right. is, I think there's a difference in perception with people. Who there are definitely is at the event and when something happens in the room, and then there's also yeah. the viewers. Like those yeah. those videos still get those are multi million view videos. Yeah, oh, for they're sure. Active. They're never not active. Every day they get hundreds of views by people who have no context of what yeah. else yes. is going on. Right. What happened before you told them to I mean, shut the fuck up? Yeah. Even yeah. jumping back to Bonesaw, for example, with the infamous uh, the old Jackson Daxter run. Yeah. 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 The people in the room are like, "This is old. I dislike this." I did, but everyone, I, 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 everyone viewing it, it outside yeah. of the yeah. room, absolutely. <laughs> I, I watched that run with with my main man Tony Ogba, uh, and I was like, "This run is an embarrassment. This run is you did he was it was all it was was an a non practice run because right. Bonesaw was in Japan at the time. Yeah. He was doing let's be honest things that were more important probably to him yes. yeah. uh, than speedrunning Jack and Daxter, and he's figured his personality can carry him through the run. Right, and in any other situation, he'd be correct. But that run specifically went viral. Yep. Yep. Now, I mean, as an outside viewer, like, I watched it at home. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Like, I laughed at it because, like, from my perspective, it was just because it was such an inappropriate thing that it was funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, this is really happening right now on the GDQ stream. That's I mean, I'm funny. definitely grumpy caveman. So yeah. Like, and the thing is, that's what people now know him for. It's not like, oh, right. yeah, the guy who used to play Luigi. Regardless of what else, whatever, yeah. whatever else yeah. he used you know to what, You know what I remembered Bonesaw for? Terror.com dance. No, actually, I remember <laughs> him for um, the, the, the way that I was introduced to Bonesaw was his run of that one Duke Nukem game. Where yeah. you're like, where you're doing yeah. the like, where it's like the the two D Duke Nukem game. One, I think, yeah, yeah. Like I remember watching him do that speed run. Probably, it probably would have been SGQ fourteen, I think. Yes, uh, because yes. I believe that, it was. Yeah. yeah. So that happened at the exact same marathon. I love that run. Dude, I thought he gave quality you, commentary. You like it was just a really good run. You, you know, know what I mean? You want to know how I met Bonesaw? Hmm. Um, remember that awful Ratchet and Clank run I was talking about? Yeah. We both run right. We we both started running Ratchet and Clank in response. To that. <laughs> in response to that, yeah. I've I've actually, funnily enough, always wanted to learn Ratchet and Clank two. Uh, two any percent is fire. No one runs it. I think it's the best any percent. I literally have bought a like black box copy of the game to start learning it, but I never have the time to do it. I don't know if do you need black box. No, I don't. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think you do. The greatest hits version is patched. I think. Oh, that's weird because like Ratchet and Clank one. Um, for whatever reason, the 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 old the later the version. The more broken, the it more is. broken, which, it is. which led to <laughs> which led to PAL PS3 being the fastest. Oh boy! Category, wow. Specifically, wow, that's interesting. That's it's funny. the most recent. I mean, one. I don't know if it, anything's changed in the last like couple of years, but like I bought a copy of it like three or four um, years ago. Two New Game Plus is a big meme, yeah. but two any percent, I think, 
Um, it's still, it's still close to how the how, like what the tech was like the old school ratchet yeah. tech when I ran it, which is how which is what I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, three, which was in this marathon, three any percent is uh pretty wacky. It's it's it, three any percent is like why like new game plus is obviously better. Three ratchet and clank two new game three new game plus, I think is one of the best PS2 speedruns period. Okay. It's it's it. You re- heard it here. It requires <laughs> a lot of dexterity. Yeah. I can definitely see that. Yeah. Like, because I've seen a lot of the skips and they look annoying. Just the movement. Yeah. Mo- moving in Ratchet and Clank 3 is a battle in and of itself. I don't like Ratchet and Clank 3. I don't, I like 2 better. 2's a better game. 2's my favorite Ratchet yeah, and Clank same. game. Um, I actually really like the new one. I was tempted to pick that one up too. I, I've only played the, I've only played the PS2 games. Yeah. But, um. Deadlock. Oof. <laughs> that's an interesting game. Very interesting, honestly. It's just weird. They took because there's a mode like that in Ratchet and Clank Three. Yeah, no, where you can do the multiplayer. Oh, there is, and that, yeah. people actually like played that a lot. Yeah, I played it, it online. There's a lot of like secret speed tech that was discovered initially in like the multiplayer. That, that doesn't surprise that, me. Yeah. That uh, we rediscovered. That's awesome. But um, yeah, Ratchet and Clank was the first game that I really started heavily speedrunning, and yeah. consequently, it was the first game I got burnt out on because when yeah. I started speedrunning. I was going for the perfect run every mm-hmm. attempt, and that's that was and still this, during the SDA era, right? Yeah, so yeah. So like I wanted, want I wanted to submit run. exactly. Right. I have runs on SDA to this day. Yes, yeah. None of them are ratchet clank. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe there's one. Well, I don't know if it's still there. It's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but in general, I feel like you know to get back to the main topic we were talking about. It, it, if you have a moment like that at a GDQ, like the community just doesn't let you like continue living your life like normally I don't, anymore, just, I don't even annoying. think if it's like the community <laughs> it's not, there is the people I, who show up here like there is no at least speed the speedrunners the people who also speedrun yeah they they're they're like i feel understanding if you the look like yeah. like maybe like my i actually had like a epiphany like a eureka moment yes because i've been saying there is no speedrunning community forever because it's just a bunch of clicks but i've never had that actually proven to me when I uh, I accompanied a lady friend to uh, an Ocarina of Time runners gathering, yes, and I didn't know who the hell anyone was. I could not recognize a single person there. And people were talking about like this guy. They knew everything about this motherfucker. Right. They knew they knew who his friends were. They know what his time was. What category he plays. They know what kind of fucking cologne he wears. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, yeah. He did, he's never had a run at a GDQ. Like stuff like that. he just he's like yeah he's he's this and and. MST or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's... I don't know if that necessarily means there is no community, though. Just because the community is so fucking big. Yeah, I think that's that's far more accurate. The speedrunning community. There's individual speedrunners. Communities. That makes sense. Yeah, okay. When you explain it that way, I understand that you're saying, yeah. I mean, I think I don't really... I don't know what... I mean, I'm, I'm like, pretty neutral. Yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't I'm an evil zone community <laughs> the evil zone community like, I'm just caveman you know yeah. I'm friends with who I'm friends with right well I feel the same way like I'm an admin for Speed Souls but I also run NASA stuff and I know a ton of people like I just know yeah, people because yeah. I'm like being friends with people yeah but like those those OOT people they only know OOT people yeah they didn't know who the hell PJ was that's kind of weird see I can confirm that people in the puzzle community absolutely know who PJ is yeah. good like, what? Why is that? It's really weird because for the puzzle, because it's kind of puzzle games don't really get into GDQs, 
most puzzle crew who show up to GDQs, I feel, are just for the tournaments that happen because it's mm-hmm. the one time people who you are in the community with all the time in your little inner circle finally get to meet up in person. Because it's the weird, the re- reason people speedrun, like, for example, Pokemon Puzzle League is because there's no online. You can't 1v1. Nintendo mm-hmm. doesn't release the new game in years. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how else do you compare yourself to other good people? Well, you speedrun the, the one per, the one player mode. Right. And then people have different times. And it's always different. So it's not like you're memorizing frame perfect tricks or something. It's just how good you are at the game compared to somebody else in beating the game as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And then when you show up here, you don't even speedrun. It's all 1v1 tournaments. Exactly. Now, I mean, I guess a lot of it is, it's just like, I, what I associate with as, you know, speedrunning and as like games on quick with what other people. Like I associate it with like, I remember watching Awful Block and stuff like that. Yes. I remember watching Feasel play Deadly Towers. And I remember watching like, Peaches play System Shock 2 with like biotics and stuff like that. Like I remember like these old, old, old school. I remember Rom Scout beating Reina Soten in a Symphony of the Night race when Rom Scout had only learned the game that day. Like <laughs> I remember that. So I it's weird to me that people don't know that, just because that's my mm-hmm. perception. There's there's no yeah, there's no history. It's just like, oh, it's this event and that, that's it. Yeah, exactly. So it's it I feel super out of place when I'm with like another like side community where that is all they're concerned with is just ocarina of time yeah i feel somewhat similar when we got here to this hotel i remember uh actually going back a little bit the first gdq event i went to was sgdq i forget which year but it was the one in the basement of that hotel in minneapolis 15 15 i like that one it was pretty good but i remember going there and i'm like there's so many people that i recognize as like oh that's caveman oh that's trihex or, or that's golden there's people that i like peek into their streams now and now and then i see the f- names in chat and I'm like these are people i know mm-hmm. i showed up this year to this gdq and i'm like i don't recognize a single person here exactly yep, yep. and it's I, not like i haven't been in speedrunning like i'm new to it i know people i know people like you i know like other old yeah. boys quote unquote but i don't recognize anybody new yeah yeah like, I, I looked at the schedule for this GDQ, um, and there were runs that I was interested in and stuff, but I didn't recognize any of the runs. There are, for games, like a couple. there are games that I have speed ran in this marathon. And you don't know who the fuck I don't know who the runner was. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Right, like the Dark Souls runner. I mean, the, um, honestly, that, a, lot of that, a lot of that is me not giving a shit. Yeah. But still. <laughs> the Dark Souls runner, Spacey, when I know he's actually active in the community, but like, there's so many people in the Souls community, even though I'm like, an admin, you're an admin. You quote have no unquote admin. I've no, I, I've never met him. I don't think I've ever talked to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The, like, then you get into that, which is like, there's communities that are so fucking big that you don't even know everyone in your own community anymore. Like, um, Ocarina of Time is probably a decent example, except those people are obsessive. Yeah. So Dude, they, they do. I, let me tell you about Ocarina of Time charades. <laughs> That's some goofy shit. If you're yeah. outside of the Ocarina of Time community, <laughs> right. What is Ocarina of Time Shirts? Because I saw it and I was not entirely sure if it's what well, I think Well, I think I understand the concept. I, I actually really liked watching it because, one, I, I, I'm old boy enough that I actually watched a bunch of, like, bingos and stuff. Yes, bingos but, uh, were great, comfy, comfy times yeah. at night. Um, so, it's... You, you got charades cards, yes. and you have, like, the basic cards, like, oh, this is just about the game. Like, anyone could get this one. But then there's, like... These are, like, the, this, these are like speedrun tricks. So you would have to... Like, everyone knows... How janky OOTs move yes. is like side up, side up, side up, side roll, back roll, like oh yes. sword swing, like oh here comes like the river super slide or whatever. 
So and like they know they know what how janky the movement is, and they know so like everyone everyone who like has been watching speedruns for a while. For I feel like for whatever reason they kind of know what OOT link yes. mo- looks like. Like yeah. like if I if I do this, de- Deku stick. Yes. Bomb. Like so that's what it is. They're just like people like bugs is like oh he's doing Deku tree wrong orb. Like that honestly sounds really awesome. It was pretty fun to watch honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But but what was weird to me was the interaction that the people had with each other outside of the charades. Like the charades, I'm all about. Yeah. But I just I wasn't in, I was an outsider. Mm-hmm. Right. You can just walk up and be like, hey, what's going on, guys? They were like... I don't think they know who the hell I was. Yeah. (laughs) What's going on? But, like, I mean, I I don't know. I guess I feel like um, it's different, you know, for people who have been to smaller events because it's gotten bigger. I mean, like, when I went last time, it was 15, and that was... 900 people? Yeah, yeah. I think 900 people, which is, it's not, you know... That's not a small amount of people. small amount of people. That's that's the amount of people gone, like... I came at just about the last of... I started coming at the exact moment where it became impossible to know everyone who was there. Yeah, yeah. And, like, so, like, for me, as someone who, you know, goes to NASA, organizes NASA, does all our online marathon stuff like that, you know, I know all those people. Yeah. Like, I'm still in that old boy, like, SGDQ mode or AGDQ mode. I mean, mode. I, 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 I feel like, I feel like a, lot of people, a lot of people who say, like, oh, GDQ's too big or whatever, like, yeah. GD, like GDQ's not comfy anymore. That's They miss... Not knowing everyone. Right. Yes. They miss not being able to just walk into a room, walk over to some people doing something, and be like, "What are you doing?" And just talking to them because they've met you. You've been introduced, so it's not weird. See, I feel that that's that niche is kind of being filled though, because I don't know how it is in the rest of the states, but in Ontario and Quebec, there are more local speedrun events that happen. Exactly. Like the, the yeah. one that, Rochester. Yeah. 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 The, in there's Rochester, Rochester, there's one. There's uh, GFA. GFA. No Reset does their own stuff too. Yeah. And I mean, there's NASA. And na- there's <laughs> NASA, and there's, it's smaller in size, but because yeah. they kind of happen on a more consistent basis, those smaller ones, because they'll do one like maybe three times a year, because it's only what 10, 15 people. Mm-hmm. You get that same feel of oh well I know everyone yeah. there back now. in the back in the day at the full rate center kind right. of yeah right but the thing is nobody nobody knows about it exactly yeah. and that's the thing and I mean it's kind of the positive of something yeah, it's kind like of the that. positive to, to some but, extent to but, some extent but it's it's also those same people the same people are also like damn it there's no speedrunning events after GDQ and it's like what the, yeah. What? Yeah. It's exactly. impossible to book something without overlapping because there's so many events that happen. There are. Like online or on site. It's crazy, but nobody follows it because it's not the main thing, quote unquote. Reminder to check Carrara, as Lurk said. As Lurk as said Lurk's at the end famous, of his run. Famous last yep. words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was. that was an, I need to still Shit's rewatch popping, the VOD. When, when, uh, when he did swear, I'm pretty sure all of us kind of like, wait. Okay, because it's, it's no. When he said "shitter" the first time, yeah, I was like, yeah. "Oh!" And then, and then when he said, but when he did it the second time, I was just, oh. yeah, okay. Because like I, I like I swear, like I said, I I told you guys, I had my sunglasses on because it's ridiculous. It's way too bright on this stage. They're overdoing the lights, personally, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I can. But that's fair. That that's that's kind of a personal choice. Like they like like if I'm looking at the stream right now, it's very white. I wouldn't like that. I'd want it to be a warmer color. You know, that's right. personal yeah, yeah. They're, choice. They're, they're just using diffu- like. How about, yeah. some, how about some Miss Ambers? Right, right. Yeah. Ambers. Or yeah. Um, but like, but that's us. That's not right. Right. Production people. Exactly. Like, exactly. Going right. So, but like, when you when you look at it though, right? Like, I'm sitting up there on stage. I've got my glasses on, and I'm like, he says shitter, and I'm like, 
with my sunglasses. I'm like yeah. glancing over at Uyama because Uyama is sitting there at the host Uyama. station. And I'm just like, mm, and Uyama's just sitting there, whatever. And I'm like, okay, okay, I guess we're all right then. <laughs> Remains to be seen. Yeah. All right, it looks like the batteries on stuff are almost dying. So, Caveman, do you have any last words? I think that GDQ haters should go to a GDQ. Yeah, G- Games so and Quick is fun. You get to hang out with your friend. Like I've never had a bad time at a Games and Quick, even when fucking like unfortunate shit happened to me. Yeah, like I look forward to going to these events. I love going to these events. I can't say that I've also had a bad experience going here, and this is my third time I'm going to a GDQ event. Yeah, so yeah. All right, I think since we need to cut it off before everything else dies, that that's pretty much it for yeah. this episode of No Major Opinions. Yeah, shout-outs to the hotel staff for stealing my code. They, they do, this hotel, <laughs> they do steal things. So. Yes, yes. I mean, that, that I'm sure that you can find that information elsewhere. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, for now, thank you again, Caveman, for being our host and guest for today's episode. Thank you guys for having me. All right, and uh, we will see you guys later. Bye-bye. No Major Opinions was recorded in a hotel room at AGDQ 2019.